Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become body smart. Now in the new year, but that is kind of par for the course. It's been a minute since we've had to do this all, so, um, but we did want to talk about the 30-year plan today, so an important topic, honestly, because that's really what we want uh, you know, everything we're doing to be about is creating a long-term plan instead of just the short-term solution. Um, and and so we'll definitely hit this topic some more throughout the year. Um, and it's it's one that I, I feel bad we did not announce sooner because I think it is one that we're gonna want to prioritize over and over again. Um, because making sure that we have that 30 year plan in place really does focus all of our efforts um, with with what we're doing with our health and fitness. And so um, I guess what we mean by a 30 year plan is I, I like to think of imagining myself at 85, would I still be doing these things? You know, what what are the things I still wanna be able to do so I guess for me, that's more of a 45 year plan, but, um, but anyway, that long-term plan, uh, you know, what do I want to be able to do? What do I need to prioritize to be able to get where I want to go? And so, so my question, I guess for you, Lori and Mark, um, is like, have you identified those main factors, those main things in your life of what you want to do and, and who you want to be 30 years from now or 40 years from now. Um, I mean, for me, I want to still be able to run. I want to still be able to climb a mountain. I want to still be able to like play with my kids and grandkids and great grandkids. And I hope I've established kids that are still moving and active at that point in time. Um, because they will be, if I'm 85, they'll be in their 60s, <laughs> most of my kids. So, like, have I established a family structure where they like to move? Yeah, that's that's awesome, Lori. She said, um, I'm okay if I can't run, but I still want to be able to go on a long walk every day. Yeah, I want to be able to, to move. Um, yeah, I guess... Depends on kind of what that running looks like. I, I get that it may look different for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I'd like to think that if my grandkid were out in the middle of the road or something like that, that I could run out there and, and help him out, like go go get him out of the road type of a thing. Um, that I could still have that gear if I need it. Um, it's, it's amazing what people can still accomplish. Um, and so, yeah, I, I want to, you know, plan that out. What then do I need? Um, and so the kind of some of the things that we looked at is what's the identity that I want to have? Like, what do I want to prioritize? So kind of thinking through and identifying those things that, that I want to be and become. Um, number two is the habits. What are then the habits that I need to be able to get there? Like if, if I want my life to look a certain way, 
what do I need to do routinely to be able to achieve that? And then the last thing is what skill sets, mindsets, and networks then do I need to sustain that? And so there's, there's a lot we could talk about. Each one of those could be its own topic, honestly. Um, but, and, and each one of those will be its own topic uh, in the coming weeks. But, but just to kind of give a broad overview of that, I guess. Mark, what do you think like, about the identity and how to discover like, what's, what are the things that I want to prioritize in my life? Uh, what do you recommend in, in getting there? Yeah. So, you know, it makes me think of a principle that we use in, uh, you know, uh, sports training, right? Performance training, strength training, endurance training is, is the principle of specificity. So you have to train according to the the sport you're doing, right? So there's there's obviously like general things you can do, right? So general aerobic exercise, general strength training. But if you want to be the best at your sport, um, you have to do sport-specific training, right? So whether that's soccer or volleyball or basketball or whatever it is, you have to do drills that mimic the demands of the sport. And so I think about that in the in the same way, right? Like if we want to be a certain way, we have to do specific things, right? We have to make specific plans. And that means prioritizing different things at different times. Um, you know, we just don't have all the resources to improve everything at once. So that's why we always talk about making those you know, 1% changes and being consistent in those. Because when we try to make like a 30, 40, 50% or like a 100% life overhaul, it just becomes overwhelming and we quickly stop. That's what happens with most people's New Year's resolutions is that there are these like huge shifts and then it's it's killer. I, I really like this. I read a thing the other day. The guy called them res illusions. Um, oh. <laughs> it's a delusion that will actually... <laughs> I know, oh, clever, clever, the play right? on words. I like um, it. Play on words. Haha. So I think, you know, in in that larger thing of identity, is it, it allows us to have a direction of where we want to go, right? Because it's easy to kind of, uh, you know, to kind of do an a la carte. Oh, I, you know, I think this would be good to improve, and I think this would be good to improve, and oh, maybe I should try this. But if there's no larger framework for that to hang upon, if there's no larger identity to hang those changes on, then, yeah, I mean, maybe it will improve some things in our life. But if we don't have a direction, if we don't have um, an idea of of where we want to be, of who we want to be, then the change really ends up being hodgepodge, and it's not specific enough to really get us to where we want to be. Um, One of the other things that I think is important in in this realm of, of identity and priority is being able to combine the real and the ideal. And so, Mm, you know, we get a lot of that energy, especially at the new year, right? It's, it's a season of change. We have this fresh new year ahead of us. And so there is that initial bump in motivation to be able to do the things. But the problem I think that we make a lot of times, and I know that I certainly make is that I don't consider at, I don't consider where I'm at right now. And so, we have to take both of those into account, right? Like, here's here's where I want to be. Here's who I want to become, right? But here's where I'm at right now. I recognize that there's a gap. I recognize that it's going to take some time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take a lot of different things to get me to help me to bridge that gap. And so, in in trying to be that identity, what I mean by that is that like 
we don't have to be that identity right now. And really, it's not possible to fully, like, completely change from where we're at to where we want to be um, in, in most things. And so being able to start with right where we're at today, right now, not the ideal five years uh, from now or ten years from now, um, we can work back from there and see what we need to do today. But I guess that's really the thing is, is we see who we want to become and then we work back from there, right? And then and then find out according to who I am right now, according to my strengths and my weaknesses, what's realistic, but what's also going to stretch me to help me become that person. And, and I think of that. And so identifying the things that are most important to you, um, like Cameron said, you know, if if my grandkid runs out in the middle of the street, I want to be able to go catch them. It reminded me of uh, last year sometime, my uh, whole family's in town, and my nephew just full flight of stairs fell down. And my dad tried to catch him, ended up slipping and hurting himself, not actually <laughs> catching the the grandkid, right? He didn't have the speed, he didn't have the strength to be able to do that, um, which was really difficult for him, and it was harder for us to watch, right? And so I think being able to identify, like, I, I think both of things, right? Like, this is the identity I want to have, I want to be able to do these things, but also maybe some of those things that we want to protect against. Like, I don't want to be the, the, the person that, like, can't help their grandkids, that can't do things with my family, right, that has to always stay behind. Um, the, oh, and so the... kind of considering both of those things can can help us really um, build a system that's that that again is is going to work with our strengths and our weaknesses and and shore us up on both sides. If that makes sense. Totally. Uh, yeah. I I don't know what you said there. I just thought it was powerful. I you know not being able to do something in your life uh, that is is important to you or being left out of your own life. Uh, that's brutal and and I think is one of the primary motivators of what actually gets people into the clinic um, you know when when somebody comes in it's often when we interview them and we and we dig a little deeper it's often what finally made them decide to do something about this pain that they've had you know sometimes for months weeks years um, was they got left out of their own life in some way, shape or form. Somebody didn't invite them or they weren't able to participate or something like that in some arena of their life. They all of a sudden weren't able to be an active role in their own lifestyle and that's what made them act. And gosh, that's that's way too late. You know, that's too bad because it's it, you've already missed out and you don't want to miss out more. And so that's what this this 30 year plan is all about is is planning to not miss out on your own lifestyle um, and your own life. And so, you know, by building that identity and saying, OK, this is this is the type of, you know, parent, grandparent, spouse, you know, yada, 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 the different roles in your life. This is who and how I want to be and how I want to interact with other people. Um, and then I was saying, okay, if that's the case, like if I want to be able to run when I'm 85, what are the habits that I need to establish so that I can run at 85? Well, I probably need to start running then, you know, and make that, make it so that I have enough of a base 
that running at 85 is well within my capability instead of kind of pushing my capability, if that makes sense. So it's building those habits then uh, of everyday living that help you not miss out on your own life. Um, so with those habits, there then are skill sets that we need to be able to like successfully achieve the things that we want. There are mindsets that we have to have that help us get where we want to go, right? You have to have the right mindset and, and positive mind frame. And that's a lot what we try to do here with these calls is help people establish the right mindset. Hey, Christy. Thanks for joining this morning. Um, and then the f networks, one of the things that can really help us accomplish our goals is having the right people in place that can help motivate us or whatever. So, you know, uh, uh, exercise partner or, um, you know, having the right medical team in place, having the right, uh, you know, social network, whatever it is that helps you be who you want to be 30 years from now, having those people and those things in place. Um, that's, that's really important. So, you know, for me being able to be the type of parent and grandparent that I want to be is important. Um, so my network then is, is my family. So prioritizing staying close to my kids. Um, that's something that I need to make part of my 30 year plan. How do I how do I make sure that I can stay close to them, even if they may travel? Who knows? Like my family, my siblings are spread out across the country. I've literally got one on each coast, a sibling on each coast, um, one in California and one in um, North Carolina, and so that does that makes it harder to to be with your network. So, what do I need to prioritize now so that? even if that happens, I can still be part of their lives, right? Um, it's, it's definitely something to think about. What are those networks that I want to have? And what do I need to do to make sure that I can preserve and maintain those? I know, thoughts on that? Yeah, so uh, a great example um, of, of the networks. So I've talked several times on, on these calls about uh, a group of guy friends I have. So we're all on a group chat, we're all on a like a Marco Polo thread. Um, and so it's just, it's a really great um, support system when, when someone's having a tough day or a tough <laughs> month or a tough year, whatever it is, right? Like our aim as a, as a group um, is to like be like the, the best that we can be, right? To, to show up in, in relationships and friendships and in life better and with, um, with courage and being willing to take responsibility, right? That's kind of the, the core identity that that group is trying to take on. And so the thing that I love about it is like, it's for sure a place to, you know, um, give voice to, to like what's going on in our lives and what we're struggling with and, and what's hard on, on that day or that time. But without it be coming like a, a, an echo chamber or, uh, you know, a giant pity party. Um, everyone in there has been really good about, like, validating one another's feelings, but also, like, with the expectation that, like, we don't wallow in that and that we 
um, that we like kind of take a realistic approach to what's happening in our lives and that we, that we take steps to um, to process those emotions and to adapt to them and to, to come up with a plan for how we can still feel those emotions and 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 appreciate what we're going through um, but showing up in, 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 in strength for one another how, so oh go ahead yeah how often do you call each other out on on stuff too like support each other through like calling people out on on maybe their excuses or their I don't know on, you know, on the way they've mishandled things. So in a supportive way, obviously, but but being like, hey, maybe you're thinking about that wrong. Yeah, so it's really interesting because there are definitely those explicit times. But I think with the time that we spent with one another, like people end up calling themselves out. Sure. Um, right? Like when when we provide that space where like we can feel listened to. I think mm-hmm. that's a big part of it because we know that they're actually listening. Like it's active listening. It's not just, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a deeper relationship. It's a more intimate relationship that we have with one another. And so because of that, um, because of that level of trust, mm-hmm. um, knowing that we're heard and that, that like we're valued within that group, it's easy to have that, what I call psychological safety, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's room for us to breathe. There's room for us to be ourselves it's much easier to be able to take us like once we've gotten that out there, once we felt validated, it's a lot easier to step back and be like, okay, this is, this is what I should do. So I, I think I told on the last call this example of, of one of my friends who reached out to me in that group, who reached out to me individually. And like, I hardly said anything the entire time. Um, yeah. Like I asked him one question and then that was enough to help me be like, Oh, you know what? Like this, this, and this is, is, is an error in my thinking. Right. And that was really cool. And I've had that same experience, right? That like have, you know, they've said one or two things or have asked a question that's helped me to flip the script. Um, that's but awesome. then there are times that, um, that, that, you know, like we do call another out, but the example from, from yesterday, my buddy new year, his basement flooded because of, of oh. the rain. Um, and, his um like just some relationship difficulties at the beginning of the new year and he was just having a really tough day and within like five minutes pretty much everyone in that group had responded to him with some type of message of love or encouragement or support and he texted back like i don't know what i'd do without you guys like (laughs) um (laughs) like (laughs) there's something like "I i wouldn't be alive without you guys which um you know, like I know there's been times for me within that group that I've been like, they've really depressed and having a hard time and, and like the same level of support I've gotten and have felt that like sustaining love and support and like having that there has helped me get through some really difficult times, you know, that friend group and other, other intimate friend groups. And so like having the support of a network to be able to be who we want to be, right. It would be very easy for any one of us individually to kind of fall into that victim mindset and life is so hard and and relationships are hard and being a parent is hard and life is just so sucky, right? Like it'd be very easy to just get trapped in that cycle. But when we have each other in that network and we have identified the type of men that we want to be, it's so much easier to um, like get out of that 
mindset and get back into the identity, the mindset of the identity that we want to be. And so, like, the the network helps me to develop the mindset that I want, but then also, like, learning what they're learning um, about themselves, about relationships, about leadership, about all sorts of different things. Um, several of them are, are business owners, so learning about business from them. Like, it helps me to improve my skill set as well so that I can handle all those situations better. Mm-hmm. And so that's the really cool thing about having a good network is that it can help with those other aspects. It can help us to identify and improve our skill sets because of the different abilities and resources of the people within our networks. Yeah, um, totally. Help us level up our mindset. And the great thing about having a, a strong network like that and it can be in so many different ways, right? It doesn't just have to be in personal development. It can be in, in the profession. It can be um, even within, like, a network of your own family. But the great thing about that is when you have a network set up in that way that's based on on trust, on mutual respect, um, on becoming better as a whole, then it never feels, like, manipulative. It never feels like you're taking advantage of those individuals. It's just an organic part um, of, of that network, right? The, the sum is greater or the, the, um, whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And so I think being able to find those networks, hopefully that's, we're one of those networks, right? That we can help with those skill sets, um, and help you to be successful in developing that 30 year plan in developing a plan that, that helps you be who you want to be, show up in the way that you want to show up and hopefully be a support for other people, um, around you. Yeah, that I mean, that really is one of our goals is to help empower, you know, everyone to be able to be who they want to be in their relationships and in their life, but also to be able to be in a position where they can also give to others. You know, you have to kind of be in in a good place yourself to be able to really have a lot to give to others. Um and, and that's, that's what I want for my life, right? Is to be in a place where I can give and serve and, and, and love other people on their level. But that takes uh, being in a place where you can do that. Um, and so that's our goal for, for all of you is helping you to establish some of those skill sets, mindsets, and networks that will help you be who you want to be in your life. Um, so that you can accomplish the things that you want. And that really is what uh, becoming body smart really is all about. Um, As we learn more about our body, how to help that truly be healthy in multiple ways, not just physically, but also, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all those things um, that by achieving those things, it helps us be that well-rounded, healthy, whole person that then has a lot to give to others as well. Um, I, I know that is a personal goal is I want to be in a place where I can give um, and can be present with people and for people and, and things like that. And so, yeah, it, it's just establishing those right things in your life, building those habits so you can be who you eventually want to be. Having that perspective in mind that it takes time. It takes those baby steps over time to get there. Um, but that that's okay, that that's part of the process. And if we make that process intentional, um, then we can get where we want to go. And so, uh, yeah, hopefully that all makes sense that the intentionality of it, 
is what's going to lead us there. And so that's why we want to create that 30 year plan. Um, why we want to think about who do I want to be? What are the habits that I need to build and what are the, you know, the pieces that I need to have in place because without that intentionality, we, we will never get there. It doesn't just mistakenly happen. We have to have kind of a purpose in mind and be working towards that to get there. And so, um, yeah, that's that's our goal for you and, and for ourselves, honestly, is to be able to get there where we can uh, be who we want to be uh, in our own life and for the people that we love. So that's kind of the idea behind the 30-year plan. And we're going to talk a lot more about that in the, the next little bit, um, how to create this 30-year plan and dive into some of these ideas more because that's what it's really all about. Like we said, we don't want this to become another 30-day program. We want it to become about building a lifestyle um, and, and that intentional lifestyle. And so that's part of that journey. Uh, any closing thoughts, Mark? No, I, I think you said it well. Um, like Cameron said, we'll, we'll dive in a little bit deeper to this and, and some of the <clears throat> specifics of building that because we, we do want you to have something that you can like th this like flexible um plan that you can work with right that's not just this general like you should do these things but like in my life this is what i need to do um when xyz pops up this is how i'm going to handle that um you know for a plan to be successful it has to be both consistent or for a uh, for a plan to work it has to be both consistent and flexible and so um yeah, stay tuned and, and we'll dive into this a little bit deeper and have some good stuff for you. Yeah, we're excited about the new year. Did anybody do anything fun for New Year's or for over the holidays? <laughs> I went to a, bed so early. Oh, I did not. I, I didn't sleep. I never went to bed this whole weekend, I feel like. Um, <laughs> well, this whole weekend, this whole like week and a half. Um, but yeah, we went up to our family cabin and had an awesome time up there with lots of family. There were, I think at one point, over 30 of us up there. and um, That's a lot. Yeah, just kind of isolated up at the cabin. Lots of uh, backcountry skiing, um, snowshoeing, stuff like that. Uh, playing in the snow is, is kind of what I did. And it was magic. Went fly fishing in the middle of the river and... Uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of all things, but just lots of fun. I love getting away like that. Um, so that's what we did. Anybody else do anything fun uh, for for New Year's or for the holiday? Mark went to bed early, apparently, huh? I don't I don't really stay up for New Year's much. I like did for years, and then I was like, you know what? I'm fine letting the New Year come while I, while I sleep. <laughs> I get that, for sure. <laughs> that must mean I'm... I'm I'm an adult. Yeah, there you go, Laurie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the... <laughs> yeah. Well, my problem is is teenagers. That's true. They were that's all true. out, and so I had to wake wait up for them. But yeah, we just stayed in and watched a movie, Shannon and I, because all of our kids were gone. So we just stayed at home and watched a movie together and enjoyed a peaceful evening, and then waited up for our kids what we were waiting in bed i guess we we kind of went to bed fairly early too <laughs> just watched the movie and waited for them to get home so yeah we didn't do anything too exciting we're boring uh, 
It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. There's lots of ways to enjoy the holidays. Right. That's the moral of the story. Well, I can't think of anything else I'd rather do than just cuddle up with my wife and enjoy the evening. So, this looks sweet. <laughs> Alrighty, okay. okay. We will see you tomorrow evening, if not sooner, uh, on the call. Thanks so much for joining, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now get out there and take the next step toward living your active lifestyle.